Well, Wednesday's game kind of got off to a, a solid start in a way. The Apple Sox obviously didn't get anything going offensively through the first five innings, but they only trailed two to nothing going into the top of the sixth inning. Victoria got runs in the first and the fifth. RBI single with two outs in the first inning by Roberto Gonzalez. He would go on to pick up three hits and two RBI in the game. And then in the fifth inning, Jesse Brown hit a solo home run. But at the time, things were looking pretty good for the Apple Sox. Those were the only two runs allowed by Quincy Vassar. He had really limited the damage in the first inning, leaving the bases left stranded at that time. It was just 2 to nothing, Victoria. Wenatchee, however, to the top of the sixth, had only two hits in the ball game at that point. And really, this was the turning point in the ballgame, as would quickly be indicated shortly afterwards, as Joichiro Oyama and Enzo Apodaca began the top of the sixth inning by reaching on a single and a walk. Three straight Apple Sox hitters would strike out, though, to end the inning. And then after that, Victoria would strike in the bottom of the sixth with one out, another single from Gonzalez, and then Shane Jameson hit a two-run homer, and that would be the end of Quincy Vassar's night. Vassar would go five and a third. He allowed four runs all earned on nine hits, no walks, and three strikeouts. Kind of obviously an interesting question whether or not to bring him back out there. Pitch count was pretty solid in the game. He was at 93 when he left, but ultimately uh, two runs scoring and one swing of the bat, but the last hitter that he faced. Vassar wasn't really the reason the Sox lost this game. There's not a lot of offense, and they would kind of pay for it down the stretch. Eight runs came across for Victoria in the bottom of the eighth inning as they really got to the Apple Sox. Each of the first uh, first eight hitters of the inning reached base before an out was recorded. Eight runs would come across. Wenatchee added two in the ninth inning, a two-out RBI single by Andrew Haight to score a couple, but that would be all that the Apple Sox would get in this one. Not much to really take away from this one for the Sox. Again, Vassar, though, every start he's given, he has tossed at least five innings and allowed four runs or less, so he's given them chances to win, they just have not really supported him as he'll suffer the loss and fall to 0-2 on the season. Meanwhile, the Apple Sox were stymied by Levi Abbott, who tossed five scoreless innings, only allowed two hits, two walks, and struck out four to improve to 2-0. For Wenatchee offensively, again, not a lot of hits, just six in total. Three of them came from Joichiro Oyama as he picked up his ninth multi-hit game of the season, third three-hit effort with two singles and a double as he went Three for five on Wednesday night, following up a three-hit performance the night before. So six hits through the first two games of the series for Oyama. But the two teams are going to be set up now to be playing a rubber match game on Thursday night at 6.35 p.m. at Royal Athletic Park. Prior to Wednesday night's game between the Apple Sox and the Harbor Cats, I had a chance to catch up with Mason Philly, who was coming off of tossing three perfect innings in relief in the Apple Sox win on Tuesday. Give a listen. We're back on the Harana State Winery pregame show on the Apple Sox Radio Network as we get set to preview tonight's game between the Apple Sox and the Victoria Harbor Cats. But we're taking another look back at last night after the Apple Sox defeated the Harbor Cats in extra innings. And one of the heroes of that game was Mason Philly, tossed three scoreless innings. Mason, you were originally slated to start this coming weekend. At what point did you realize that might be going out the window and the focus was on winning Tuesday night's game? Uh, pretty much as soon as I showed up to the field, coach was like, hey, if it's close, do you want to close? And I was like, for sure. I love that stuff. And uh, it got close, and I got to close the door, so it felt good. You've had two different instances now where you've tossed multiple innings of relief, and you've closed out a game as a result. It's a lot different from starting, but how exciting has that been twice to do that in relief? Uh, it's been pretty exciting. I mean, it's definitely a, a change. Um, 
but I, I kind of look at it the same way as starting, just go out there and get outs. On Friday, you got the start in the first game of the three-game set at home against Bellingham. Five innings, three runs. I felt like you know it, it, the line would have looked even better if not for that one solo home run in the fifth inning. What did you take from Friday's outing into last night? Uh, don't get behind in the counts, and when you do get behind in the counts, still be competitive, still hit spots. Obviously, it was an emotional game. We won't get into the full details of that from last night. A lot of energy on both sides. Uh, you seem like you've thrived off of the emotion. And we saw that in the Springfield game, in game two of that doubleheader a couple Saturdays ago where you really felt like you fed off of that crowd going as well. It's just a lot of excitement in the dugout. Talk to me about how you pitch with emotion, but how you control emotion on the mound. Uh, well, usually people tend to get distracted when their emotions are high, and that kind of locks me in. I still stay locked in, and... Just play the game how it's supposed to be played. Is that something you've had to learn over a few years of college at any point, or is it just something that you feel like you've kind of been comfortable with pitching with emotion all along? I probably learned a lot throughout college, just experience and being in those high emotions throughout the season. What's it like now, at a day after a relief outing like this, where you're kind of you're on the bench, you're here to be a good teammate? What's it like? How do you kind of stay locked in, even though you know you're not going to be pitching this night? Uh, just support the boys in the dugout. Always make sure the energy's up and we're locked in throughout the series. Awesome. Well, Mason, thanks for joining us. Uh, great job last night. We'll talk to you again soon. Sir, thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to another edition of the Apple Sox podcast. Remember, Wenatchee will wrap up the series against the Harbor Cats on Thursday night at 6.35 p.m. in the rubber match, a series finale. Chase Matheny will tow the rubber for the Apple Sox as they look to take their first road series victory of the season. Wenatchee wraps up the series against Victoria on Thursday and then flies to Edmonton on Friday morning to begin a three-game series against the Riverhawks this weekend. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Joel Norman, and this has been the Wenatchee Apple Sox Podcast.